This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember that primetime special, ladies and gentlemen, that we've got out there with all of us involved and you. It's on December 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-TV, AMI-audio, and you'll find it around. So hopefully you can join us for that one-hour special, that primetime special. We've got some great comedy, some great live music on the show, and so much more. Even Mr. Grant Hardy, he's there. Beth is with you. And boy, do they... uh take you behind the scenes in style on our program and that's all i'll say for now grant exactly even though we all we know because we have that insider knowledge we know what is contained in the special i am still so excited like looking forward to the date to uh you know i don't know what checking this out with my family i don't know if you do stuff like that you know get your family in front of the tv whatever no, but do you guys? I mean, we used to years ago for different things, you know, watching certain things. But since I've been doing television work, um, no, I get the calls from like my sister, particularly, who's always full of comments. Hey, sis, sometimes she'll even watch this. Um, but do you, does your family get together? Because I know you said your mom has been enjoying the program. Yeah, my mom is uh, definitely a fan of the show, the entire show. Uh, yeah, we don't really watch because I don't live at home anymore. We don't. Uh, spend a lot of time watching it together but i don't know i was thinking the primetime special would be kind of fun yeah and especially if you can get anyone making food or any snacks it's another excuse exactly exactly (laughs) right (laughs) well i guess we shouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves it is the last monday before christmas and that means it is time to talk tech with michael babcock App news, device reviews, security advice, and more. It's time to talk tech with me, Michael Babcock. Get your dose of ever-changing technology knowledge right here on Kelly and Rumia. Michael, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Thanks, Grant. It's 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 still unreal to me to think about the fact that next Monday I won't be here because it's Christmas already. I don't I don't know mm. where 2023 went. I know, I know, right? It's yeah, once you get under like I don't know, 45 days until Christmas or something that countdown just goes way too fast. Yeah. Speaking definitely. of thing, speaking of things that go way too fast is that crazy task list that we all have to get through. This is something that I've struggled with a lot. So hoping you can help me out here. Now you guys have talked about to to doist on the show in the past, but uh, maybe you can just uh, remind us what it is. So Todoist is a task management tool that allows the end user to organize their tasks, set due date, give uh, your tasks uh, priorities. You can organize your tasks into projects and give your tasks labels. So it's kind of cool to be able to organize all of those tasks. I use Todoist as my, I need to get this done at some point in the future, uh, probably sooner rather than later. Uh, but if I put it into Todoist when I'm looking through the Todoist application, I'll realize, oh, that's something I need to do. Um, Todoist also allows you to collaborate with others, which I think can be really useful if you're in a team environment and you and your team need to break projects down to get them uh, finished. Todoist is available on mobile, desktop, and on the web, and it is accessible with screen readers. Things have 
changed over the last little while. Um, and it, it's available on all of your platforms, um, except for the Blind Shell Classic 2. I'd really love to see it there. I don't think it'll come, but uh, it's available on Android, iPhone, Mac, and Windows. Mm. How good would you say the accessibility is? Because as we talked before, not necessarily the easiest, not available. Bang, now there we are. And I think nowadays we're, we're seeing a lot quicker when things do arrive to assist when it comes to our technology and our screen reader needs, it's done pretty darn well. Tweaks, uh, whatever they've done before and who they've consulted with or whatever, um, things hit the ground looking pretty good. So Todoist has, has done some work. They've come and gone. Uh, gone. I've used Todoist uh, since 2017, I think it was. Uh, the other day, I finished my 7,000th task inside of Todoist, which is kind of cool to keep track of that. And over that time, Todoist has... Uh, for the most part, been accessible. Their desktop platforms have been more difficult to chat to navigate than what they are now. Now it's a really simple and easy to navigate interface. And the iOS application specifically has taken accessibility to the next level. For example, uh, they leverage the actions rotor. So if you need to complete a task, all you need to do is find that task, flick down once and double tap and it's completed. You don't have to go into the task and you don't have to go check boxes and mark the complete button. I find that to be really useful. The other feature that they've given is the uh, company is called Doist, D-O-I-S-T, and in their Todoist application, uh, you can two-finger double tap if you're a voiceover user anywhere. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're looking at a list of your projects or you're looking at a custom view of all your labels, um, and that two-finger double tap will put you in the quick add list. Uh, one thing that I didn't mention with Todoist is, is in, uh, you can even throw this under an accessibility feature because you don't have to fiddle with it that much. If you you have a task every Wednesday that says, uh, tell Kelly and Romeo what I want to talk about on Monday's segment. You can actually just write every Wednesday, tell Kelly and Romeo what I want to talk about on Monday's or on Monday segment. And then every Wednesday, I will have that reminder pop up in my Todoist project list. And when I've completed it, it goes away until next month, uh, next Wednesday. So that's kind of cool to have that functionality and be able to access that anywhere. So if I had to wow. say uh, accessibility on Todoist has improved and become a lot more smoother for people who haven't played with it uh, over the last that's year or so. That's tremendous. Wow. And how encouraging. Wow. Uh, let's talk about the accessibility of Mac uh os how has it improved lately yeah so mac os accessibility is uh amazing because it used to be that you would use your arrow keys and voiceover would jump in and be like oh i know what you're trying to do you want to navigate this way not with your arrow keys and now they seem to have fixed that so you can actually use your up and down arrow keys to navigate through your tasks you can type the letter q inside of todoist and that puts you in the quick add uh dialogue uh, side note, both on Windows and Mac, you can set a system-wide hot key. So I use Control-Q anywhere on my computer. If I hit Control-Q, that puts me in the quick add dialog, and I can add a task and hit enter, and it's added to my project manager. So that is really handy. Um, and then on the Mac, you can also use all of the keystrokes that are available. Uh, just search for the keystrokes, and you don't have to do anything special with uh, VoiceOver. Just start using those keystrokes uh, to be able to start navigating the interface. 
Yeah, it's interesting because that can be one of the hardest parts about uh, to-do task managers. It can be a beautiful interface, but just those logistics, I want this yeah. on Monday at 7.25 p.m., whatever, that can be like the most time-consuming to add. So it seems like they've really uh, mastered that. And I guess another way of making it easy, even easier is if you can connect it to third-party services. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so you can connect it to third-party services using tools like IFTTT and Zapier. Todoist does have a built-in integration with uh, other other online services. So, for example, I use a tool at work called Zendesk, and I can connect my Todoist and Zendesk together. So if I have to be reminded about something, I can just uh, access the quick shortcut to be able to add that to my Todoist. So because Todoist is a web-based tool, it's really nice to have that flexibility of connecting it to your third-party applications and keeping everything in sync. Okay. Anything we should uh, share with us uh, on using iOS with it? Yeah, so the new iOS version came out about three weeks ago, has a complete redesigned navigation, and don't be scared. It's a redesign for the best. So at the bottom now, instead of hidden under a menu button, are tabs that you can just double tap on to switch the focus from inbox to today to search. And uh, you can also go into the settings and customize these tabs. If let's say you don't always want the search, but you want your work project to be down there at the bottom to quickly access. Lastly, with iOS, you can go in and configure what page are you brought to or what view mm. are you brought to when you open Todoist, again, to take that barrier of entry away and uh, eliminate that friction so you're able to quickly get your task completed or added. What about our goals for 2024, those resolutions? How can we use it to make our new year a little less stressful? So I have a couple of tips and I'm going to be fully transparent. Chat GPT and I had a conversation <laughs> this morning and it helped me with coming up with some of these. And I really liked uh, some of them that it came up with um, in order to help you with being less stressful, set clear goals. So you can have the best project management application in the world, but if you don't have goals for where you're going, then uh, that Project management application might just be a waste of time. Uh, organizing your projects can be very useful, uh, especially mm -hmm. if you're navigating through your tasks and you want to be able to find the tasks that are necessary to complete the project you're ready to work on right now. Prioritize the uh, items that are in your uh, task management list because that'll help you with knowing what you need to get completed quickly. Couple more here, task durations, which is new to Todoist. So if you know, hey, this editing project is going to take me about two hours. So I only want to see projects that are two hours or less. And that's how much time I have right now. You can organize your projects to make that easier for you to accomplish tasks. Um, two more, regular review. If you don't get into reviewing your task management tool, it can become a cluttered mess of, oh, I threw that in there back in January. Now it's June. Why is this still around? <laughs> right. So go in and do something either weekly or monthly with those tasks. And the last one that I'll mention right now is going to be celebrate achievement. Don't be oh, wow. afraid to take a moment and say, hey, I got these done. And Todoist makes it really easy because they'll help you with their karma system. And that way you can set goals and say, hey, 
want to get four tasks completed this week. And I want to set a streak of doing 35 tasks in a week, for example. Um, then you can celebrate those achievements, which is uh, something I think we often forget about. We do. We do. We forget. Yeah. And it's something so important mental health wise uh, to, to cover that off and to help us feel good about re realizing, hey, man, uh, I notice um, <clears throat> not that anyone ever talks about Sono speakers or anything like that. Like, it's not like the, that big a deal. But Blind Shell Classic users can now use Sono speakers and they should. Anyway. Yes. Yes. So all you need to do is download the Sonos application from the app catalog, open the Sonos app, sign in to the, with your Sonos account. And if you already have music services connected, then those music services will come over. You can start playing the music to your Sonos speakers and you can set up groups in there so you can navigate those groups directly within the uh blind shell application the sonos application on the blind shell i guess an important thing to mention and kelly might have a comment on this or two is you kind of got to buy the sonos speakers too and they're not cheap sometimes yeah. no no they're not they're <laughs> not but you want to talk about quality and longevity for the future if someone has that and you're sitting there kicking it around uh, i i think it's a good a good investment because of what their oh, plans yeah. always about 10 years out with that simple speaker so the goal is you having it that long at hey, I know we're getting close on time. I just want to mention real quick for uh, people listening and watching going into the holiday season, Script Talk is now available on the Blind Shell Classic 2. So if your pharmacy supports Script Talk and that's important to you and you're a Blind Shell user, take advantage of that uh, and have happy mm. holidays and safe holidays. Yeah, wow. it's it's so interesting because we've had people advocating for, you know, accessible labeling systems on for farm yeah. for drugs uh -huh. for years and it's like oh you know can, i can probably just remember which is which whatever but if you actually look at the instructions on your pills uh on your prescriptions uh they can be very complicated yes so yeah. this as this is excellent to have it is definitely well Happy holidays, and it's been fantastic chatting with you. Uh, I'm going to have to tr uh, try that to-do list for sure because I'm really good at adding stuff to my to-do list but not so good at checking it off. So hopefully celebrating my achievements uh, and having a little bit of a more structured uh, experience will help me out. Uh, happy holidays, man. Thanks for coming on. Looking forward to lots of tech talk in the new year. Sounds good. You guys have a great rest of your show, and thanks for having me. Thanks, Michael can join us every Monday for Tech Talk with Michael Babcock. On the other side of the break, a baby owl was discovered in a family's Christmas tree. Now, I've heard horror stories, ladies and gentlemen, of all sorts of things <laughs> being found in them. Woo, how on earth did this owl get there? Producer Beth Deer, she'll tell us more in a moment. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.